<sighs> go ahead, hey, Lawrence. Lawrence. Well, shit, man. We're what? okay. So I'm gonna remember now. We're five minutes late, so I'm not gonna go over by 20 minutes. But usually by the end of the podcast, I forget. I think for every minute we go over, we have to go over half an hour. That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a four-hour podcast. Our firsties paid for this to get fisted, and this is what they get. <laughs> God, I love our branding. You are getting orbs. Awesome. Yeah, you bet Coins. I am. What are uh, we playing? Those are Song of the dollars. Deep. Welcome to a fully disclosed Bull of Dude Super. Playing Song of the Deep. Which Whoa. fuck it, man. Let's let's disclose everything. Yeah. We have uh, we got this because let's we, disclose. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, disclose. Uh, we got this because we have a, uh, a press account on Steam. Yes. So we can we can play whatever we want one all of, the time. One also, of the last my girlfriend used to work for Insomniac Games, so man, take that, Gamergate. Um, I own an Xbox controller, uh, the one Bruce is using right now. That's my personal what? controller that I brought in and I gave to the company. Uh, and we're using tax-free. Yeah, Rooster Teeth bought this furniture that we're sitting on. Oh, man. Sorry, we're getting really snide. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm supposed to do intros now. Every podcast does it, and I never have. Oh, yeah? It is weird for new listeners if you don't know who we are. Yeah, you have uh, no idea. So I'm Lawrence. This is Adam, James, and Bruce. Hi, oh, I'm Bruce. I, we I am ourselves. James and Bruce. Oh, well, no. I'm, I'm Bruce I, and Adam. I, I got I to gotta hold tight to what, what little hosting duties I have left. This podcast is brought to you by two fine sponsors, Movement Watches and Blue Apron. Uh, Movement Watches uh, are a, they're a, a craft watch provider at low, low prices just over the internet. So if you want to check them out, go to movementwatches.com. Got to spell that. MVMTwatches.com slash dude soup to get 15% off your purchase. And uh, you can check out Blue Apron. They're a food by mail service. Uh, they ship you ingredients and recipe cards and you make your own dinners. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash soup. All right. <clears throat> can I ask you a question? You can. <clears throat> so we went to your place this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, you are an excellent host as always. <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie. Do well. Uh, did you have any Blue Apron lying around? or did you I just- did. And you didn't make was it that for in- integrated no. into it? Okay. Oh, it wasn't. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead, instead, it was the giant slab of meat I bought at the Austin airport about oh, yeah. half a year ago. That was right. a fun conversation where you're like, remember that meat I bought months ago? I do. We're eating it tonight. Well, I we're eating it tonight it. because Stephanie wanted me to buy another one when we didn't even eat the first one. So I was like, no. Oh, so you have two now? Or you we had, were going you to. My, my, now you have one. My rule was, I'm not going to get another chunk of giant meat until we eat the first one. So then she contrived a reason to eat the first one so we could get another That's one. That's very benevolent of you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It was a delicious party. <laughs> I just don't want to have to shove around a lot of frozen slabs of meat when no I'm in my freezer. No one does. Um, I, does. I enjoyed Terrible. watching the hit film Hardware with you. Yeah, that was interesting. And huh? the Ninja Exorcist Didn't Lawrence film. say that we couldn't get off topic immediately Yeah. because oh. he needed a headline? Oh, yeah, it's good to the headline. Okay, we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that stuff later. Dude, it's the, the balancing act of a Ooh. podcast. Sometimes you, you need a salacious headline to give them those new viewers. It's about being a good host. And the, yeah, 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 you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta consider the needs of all your guests. Well, you turn, you turned sneeze. into Kramer for. This is your first podcast. Let's give you something sexy to talk about. T. Martin and Syndicate are some dumb motherfuckers, huh? Well, they're like they're friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was being brash. They are, let's say, risky entrepreneurs. That's a word. Yeah, they very risky. So just to just to just to run down the events real quick for people that may not be aware, and this is the Hypercliffs Notes version. Um, both T. Martin and Syndicate, popular YouTubers, owned a website in which you can oh, bet oh, no. and basically run a lottery to win items in Counter-Strike Go. Something, something lotto or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not that so I'm trying to promote it or anything. They didn't, they didn't disclose this publicly, even though T. Martin, at least in his apology video, claimed it was a matter of public record. Uh, and then they also, both of them, filmed and published videos of themselves using the website, which according to FC guidelines amounts, as an, amounts to an endorsement. It really does. 
Uh, and I have a lot of like quotes here from FTC rules about what endorsement and disclosure really means and what they're looking for. Uh, I uh, guess also full disclosure here, Bruce and I know at least, uh, I'm not sure if James, we've all met Syndicate, we've hung out with them. Oh yeah, we met him. Like I said, they're uh, like friends of ours. Yeah, I've I would definitely consider him before. a friend. Yeah. Um, I know nothing of his business dealings. Same I, with me. <laughs> I've seen a few of his videos. Uh, he is just in person, a very nice guy, very pleasant, yeah. lots of high energy. <laughs> so I do know him in person. I didn't even know this website existed. Yeah, so, neither did I. Yeah. Full uh, disclosure. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even play Counter-Strike. Uh, so <laughs> the true. Overwatch is a thing now. So the issues here are, uh, this, this is where it gets sticky. One, neither of them disclosed that they own the website, even though they portray themselves using and enjoying it, uh, and stand to gain materially from other people doing the same. Two, um, theoretically, that could, that could amount to endorsing underage gambling, since uh, not a, maybe not even a majority, but a sizable portion of their viewership is under under eighteen. Sure. Or, honestly, I, so I was curious about that. In that case, if like say we were making gambling videos, would we age gate those because you have to be over? No. No. So age to again, this comes down to FTC disclosure guidelines. Okay. Uh, it, and it, it's, there, there is no black and white here, but it comes down to basically what a reasonable person would consider a conspicuous disclosure. So if we were to make, if we were to make a gambling service, we could not then make media that is obviously targeted to people that are too young to use it's it. It's like Joe Camel. Oh, okay. Yes. Joe Camel was an example. Character. He was, was a cartoon say, kind of... camel making cigarettes yeah. look cool. Yeah. It's like, what, it's it's an adult product. It's only for adults. Why is it? Why is the ad campaign aimed at there, children? Yeah. There was a fantastic short-lived show called uh, TV Funhouse. Oh uh, yeah, which was a spinoff of the <laughs> uh, spinoff of the SNL thing. And they did one where they, they it was around that time, the early aughts or whatever. And uh, they did the thing where they're like, according to FCC regulation, Joe Camel could no longer be a cartoon character. Uh, now we're introducing the smoke-free Jokemol, and it's like a Pokemon <laughs> ripoff of like Pokemon, and like Jokemol is like a Pikachu sort of thing. But everything is smoking, but it's all like very hidden. It's all like under, like very subtle undertones. You should watch the video; it's very funny. Yeah, you no, find I, it on like Daily Motion. I remember that way back in the day. It's really good though. But I forgot about that. Yeah. So you're saying since T. Martin and Syndicate are child-friendly, they should not be promoting the website. Uh, not necessarily, or be more careful about it. I uh, yeah, it, it gets tricky. Um, I think I think the problem in this case is that by YouTube demographics and any reasonable person would say by both T. Martin and Syndicate's own knowledge, they knew that most of their viewing populace was not of the age, or most is harsh, but mm. a significant portion of their, their viewing populace was not of the age to legitimately use this website. So if they, if they knew that, they should have made a, a very like forward-facing and conspicuous disclosure, hey, if you're underage, do not use this service. Interesting. Uh, Would you make kids want to watch it more? Yeah, it might. R real um, quick, can you explain how the site works? Because it's basically, it's using in-game items, yeah, right? Yeah, so, okay. Bruce knows about this. This gets really the skins interesting. skins you unlock and you can sell, right? Yeah, yeah well, you, you've always and been able to sell them on the... Uh, stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? So there is no monetary exchange on the website itself. Yeah. You're just, uh, and, and I do apologize, I can't explain the thorough nuts and bolts of how it works. Uh, but essentially, yeah, you do, you do wager for the chance to win Counter-Strike Go items. And, and it is a lottery system, so it is probability-based. Well, you can based. win money. Uh, well, you can't. Well, you what you can, can do is it. take that item and then sell it on the Steam Market. Yeah, gotcha. which some of them are worth like fifty, a lot of money, thousand dollars. So uh, yeah, and so that that's another kind of loophole that I don't, I, to my knowledge, neither Syndicate nor T. Martin use to try and explain it away. But mm. what's interesting is 
that model is identical to how gambling happens in places where gambling is illegal, like oh, yeah. Japan. Good yeah. point. So, pachinko stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the Yakuza will run a pachinko parlor, and you won't win money, but you might win a shitty pair of sunglasses. Hmm. And then there's a guy around the corner who just happens to really like sunglasses, and he might just happen to buy that off you for $250. Right. <laughs> so it's like, technically not gambling, right. but... And and I love so there was a really it's like awesome drinking a beer on the street in a paper bag. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> it's just like the law is dumb. Sorry. Yeah, you're skirting the law just yeah. to touch. It's exactly. in a bag. And and it's it's another one of those like okay, it's very clear what you're doing. Like you can't hide behind ignorance in this regard. It's it's any reasonable human being can see this and be like you're gambling. Uh, and then uh, Rob Fahey wrote a really awesome editorial on games industry, essentially laying this problem at the feet of Steam and YouTube, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm. But I love this quote. Uh, it says, needless to say, if you're copying your business model wholesale from an organized crime syndicate, you might not be the hero of this tale, or really of any tale. <laughs> Boom. I was like, damn, <laughs> dropping the, dropping the yeah. hot loads. So, uh, mean, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting discussion because I think in this case, and, and by FTC guidelines, which I can, I can get into, uh, it's pretty clear that both Syndicate and T. Martin are, are kind of at fault here because mm -hmm. uh, they did not make clear or conspicuous disclosures about their ownership or or trying to separate their viewership now, between the so, people who could so actively use the service. I had a question about that. So like, okay, say we play Ruby, the Ruby game, mm -hmm. yeah. which is out now on Steam. Um, sure. But no, I'm saying like we play, our company owns that game and so we don't personally stand to gain any money, but... Do, so do, say we do a 52-part series on Ruby the game because we just love it so much. And we do one video where we go, hey, guys, full disclosure, our company owns this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. For the next 51 videos, do we have to say yes. uh, we have to disclose it every time or can we just put it in the description? You disclose it every time. You can put it in the description, yeah. but it has to be at the top, like above the fold. Right. Okay. A, a reasonable human being, and I keep using that phrase but it, because it is a judgment call, but a reasonable human being has to look at your disclosure and see that yes, this was cl in clear sight. It wasn't hidden in any way, mm -hmm. uh, and it's 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 obvious to the viewer, uh, you know, an average viewer and an average viewer experience. They would come across this and see this or read this or hear this. But we mm -hmm. can also be pretty clear about the way we work, which is when we do a gameplay. For example, we did a For Honor gameplay that was sponsored yeah. by Ubisoft. Ubisoft paid us to play the game. And what we have to do in those gameplays is a lot of things, actually. And the reason is, is because we're trying to avoid situations like this. Mm -hmm. We have to put it in the description. We have to put it at the beginning of the video. We have to put, I believe, text at the end of the video that says the video is sponsored by Ubisoft. And then we also, also have to say at the, at the very end, you know, like, make sure you click here to sign up for the beta and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's very, very clear that Ubisoft sponsored the video. Mm -hmm. um, there are like three or four different requirements that we have to meet uh, in order to not, you know, draw the ire of the FTC. Right. And... That's something that I can't believe people are still getting away with, and that's what like this whole Team Martin Syndicate thing came out. I was, I know, like I said, I, we knew those guys, and I was like, gosh, these guys are smarter than that. Like, I, that's why I'm like, I, I wish that I was able to talk to them personally about it. It's, I don't know. It, to me, it's the, it's the, it's the small business conundrum. Like, people don't realize that, like, you're sure you're a YouTuber. Sure, you've you just decided you're like, hey, I really like playing this game, and I want to do that. And then a bunch of people started watching. And so, once that becomes a million dollar a year industry for you, mm -hmm. like you really have to understand that it's it's more than just kind of playing games mm. anymore. Yeah. Like it's not that anymore. If you're buying a house off your YouTube revenue, you, sorry man, that's a small business, yeah. and you yeah. got to start treating it like a small business. And, and this is this is one thing. This is 
I mean, I, I, I'm going to say fault, but it's, it's kind of a fault of a lot of these MCNs. They don't ever, ever prepare you for that. They don't care because they're just going to take their cut and then they're just going to move on. And if you get into trouble, then they're, they have a lot more legal protection than you do. And we, we worked in an MCN yeah. that should have learned that lesson a long time ago yeah. in the cinema. When the, and you ended up becoming the poster child for getting in trouble for it. Right. And the we, whole we Xbox had, like, thing. I think the whole Xbox thing was the very first time I think that anybody was exposed to that story yeah. when we reported on it. Yeah. I, did, I was just going to say, did, did either anyone here ever work on like the partnership side of things? No. No, no just you did. do. I did. Yeah. 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 That Sorry was, that, that was, I mean, I started, I started there when I was, you know, I don't know, my mid to mid to late twenties, right? So like an adult knowing how, having a okay idea of how the world operates. I had already worked with several serious jobs and had to maintain my own financial, yeah. you know, status and stuff like that. And man, it was just astounding constantly like talking to these kids because they are. Yeah. And it's like, they have no idea. They have absolutely no idea that this is, this is how it works. Like, how does the business, how, they emails about where's my money and it's like oh well the contract you sign says that you get paid on a you know every other month basis yeah. and they're like oh well i need the money now it's like but yeah. you sign the contract that's the way it works that this is how it goes yeah. and and it's like you know part of it's part of it's i think the the probably my fault or whatever i tried to be as upfront as i could be but i also got the fuck out of that as soon as i could <laughs> um, well it's also that I was always trying to figure that one out because there was a lot of, I mean, I'm, I'm a lot like this. We're, we live in a world where you buy a new iPhone and there's 42 pages of a terms of service. Yo, you yeah. go, yeah, whatever. sure, fine, whatever. Yeah. It's like sign up for Twitter, terms of service, whatever, fine. YouTube, fine. When do I make my money? When can I do something? When can I use my toy? Yeah. And so when you're a young child and you're approached by an MCN who's like, hey, bro, Pretty cool COD gameplay. Yeah, I love your COD montages. I want to make you a big star. Uh, and when it was really just a spam bot looking at your views yeah. and subs. And then and they were like, Mom, Dad, I got a job at Machinima. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. I mean, this happened to us too where we sat on a plane. Uh, we're coming back from Boston. There was a kid. And he saw it where oh, I, was yeah. I was playing my 3DS. And he looks over and he goes, he goes, hey, I know you're playing 3DS. He's like, uh, my name's JoJo whatever. I work for Machinima. And I was like, oh, yeah. I work for Machinima. He goes, oh, cool. This is my channel. I'm like, no, I work at the company. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? And he's like, I have a channel. He's like, you think you work at? Oh God! So like, he's partnered by Machinima. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't work for the company. Yeah, it was. There was a lot, and I could see that as a young child being like, Mom, Dad, I was approached by That's a company. Confusing. I got a job, and it's like, no, you didn't. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sam, I, mean, I was lucky. I had parents that would have told me, yeah. no, you That's, don't work for the company. God bless like, you. This is a contract. And my parents would have been really, really, really scared of me signing anything yeah. when I was yep. 17 or 18. Get a lawyer yeah. involved. And then they look at the contract and go, this is bad. Yeah, you're, well, you're <laughs> getting taken advantage of. What's this perpetuity word? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, so that's why I was actually surprised to hear about this whole thing with these two guys because they've been in the game for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... I feel like they had seen, maybe they hadn't, but I feel like they had seen all the errors uh, that had happened along the way, you know, like the stuff that we reported on at Machinima, um, and, and would have been like, no, you know what, let's learn from this, let's mm -hmm. not do this. And uh, we were talking about this in the office, uh, maybe, maybe they just thought it was okay. Maybe they just thought it was like, it was, it was totally There's like fine. a degree of separation there between like, oh, well, we're not doing the gambling. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, that's true. we're not, like, I get that, but it's still like, man, protect your shit. Like, yeah. if you have a family, make sure your doors are locked. Well, if you have a yeah. business, yeah. make sure you're legally protected. Like, unless you're a lawyer. If you have a lot of money, hire a good hire, Jewish yeah. lawyer. <laughs> I know. If seriously. you have a lot of money, get a Jewish lawyer from New York. <laughs> thing that, the thing that, 
occurs to me is I feel like even though it may have been a dumb mistake, it may have been a calculated one, because honestly speaking, I really don't see T Martin or Syndicate coming out the worst for this. I don't think there's going to be a huge consequence. Honestly, like two white males getting well, a, a what could I, with no criminal charges, like it's all civil. No, uh, no, no, I mean, no, 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 it can be criminal. No, yeah, Will it, it go criminal? criminal? It could, be. They're, they're, it could be. Jail, jail time is so, up for grabs. And so yeah, and, and, for this though, yes, for gambling, it absolutely. Yes. Is. So it, here's it the is. thing, like nobody gives a shit if some teenager gets a game for free and doesn't say that. Right. Sure. That doesn't that doesn't get like senators salivating. Yeah. What gets them really fucking turned on? Gambling. Is when somebody markets gambling to kids. Yeah. That's when you can make uh, like a career bust and, and like be an awesome litigator or an awesome judge by sticking it to these millennial motherfuckers who are corrupting our youth. Mm-hmm. No, there's a narrative there and potentially that could really fuck them up. If, uh, if they dodge that, which they might, uh, they'll probably be fine. I was gonna say, OJ got away with murder. <laughs> Not OJ, but... But we just watched documentaries about how much led up to that. Yeah. How many yeah. other societal factors were at play for uh, that to happen? Yeah. Well, I think Lawrence is saying that there are a few societal factors at play that may get them, you know, may, may actually make them may. pay for their crimes. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to say that this is, this is as much of a factor as was in the OJ case, but I do think that there's it an amount the same more. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly the same. Uh, Game, Gamergate was our Rodney King, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I think, I think that. It's certainly, we're kind of still in the Wild West phase of new media. Yeah. And I think there might be, you know, there are probably some litigators who want to put their stamp on that. Sure. Uh, to get a case named after them or, or a precedent named after them or something like that. Yeah. Well, we were just reading about the story today on The Verge about yeah. how PewDiePie settled, uh, or not PewDiePie, but um, oh, Warner. Warner Brothers settled with, uh, with the FTC yeah. um, in terms of, because I guess Warner Brothers basically paid YouTubers to play Middle or Shadow of Mordor, and they weren't allowed to say anything bad about it, but they didn't disclose it. Yeah. Um, it's funny where the where the responsibility lies because FTC found fault with Warner for not enforcing it, um, mm-hmm. whereas potentially if Warner could have proved that they provided clear and conspicuous construction yep. or instructions to their media partners, then the partners individually would have been responsible. That same uh, that same exact thing happened with Machinima. Exactly where, the same. Where they yeah. were able to prove that uh, Microsoft was able to prove that they told Machinima, and Machinima was like, no, uh, <laughs> you know, like just their mouth open. <laughs> we be thought like, it oh, didn't matter. Whoops. So they, so the FTC just uh, basically settled with, or I'm sorry, Warner Brothers settled with FTC, yeah. um, which means that there is going to be money exchanging hands for this T. Martin and Syndicate thing, at least. Yeah. There are going to be heavy fines, uh, right. at the very, very least, in my opinion. I just, I don't see jail time being. I, I don't see jail time yeah. either. It, it is at stake, though. There, yeah. That, that is a possibility. I think it's conceivable. Um, I think a class action lawsuit's much more likely. Yeah. Rich be- people don't go to jail. <laughs> Business owners. They go to they go to pretty jail. <laughs> yeah, uh, they go to minimum security. No, yeah. it's really fascinating because, and as in the case of Machinima and in Warner, the punishment's kind of light. Uh, you know, at least the the public public punishment. It's basically like you can't do that anymore. Okay, I mean we might. Well, I'll stop then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it like publicly barred from making sponsorships without disclosure? Like, well, yeah, that should be the case for everybody all the time. Right. <laughs> Well, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's like parole, though. Parole kind of, is yeah. like, don't commit a crime. We got our eye on you. You commit a crime to get on parole, but don't commit a crime now. Well, that's the that that's actually the kind of the thing that I'm really interested to see is like, the FTC would they get rid of their YouTube accounts? Would they say you can no longer be a YouTube 
Uh, they have that you power. That's basically like absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, you can remove a gambling license yeah. from a from a casino <clears throat> that doesn't play by the rules. I was gonna say though, it's that's on YouTube. I, I mean, this is getting a little ahead of. Where yeah, we didn't get there. I mean, it's speculative. This is this is yeah. all Terminator Two Judgment Day talk right now. But yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> sort of can, we're right there though. Because I was gonna, it, it's a strange thing. So like, I can see like the government saying you can't use the internet if you you hacked something. Zero cool. <laughs> uh, that you know when you were a kid. Oh, it's so. just like Neuromancer when they burned out his his uh, spine so he couldn't jack onto the Matrix anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what. But I was then he had about. to get a new one. He got a new one because they have sites. So site. now that your point well, has been made, well, I was going to say, yeah, I was saying, I don't think you could specifically go after a website and say you can't use YouTube. They'd probably just say hmm. you're not allowed to make video content. Yeah, or I something mean, like obviously, that. Promoting yeah. yourself. That's what I'm saying. They, they wouldn't would, be able to be yeah, an influencer yeah, yeah. on YouTube. The problem gotcha. is, I think there needs to be regulation in place. What would happen would they would they would say something like, and I don't think this is actually going to happen, but it would have to be, okay, stuff like this is happening and it's happening too often. So we need to come up with a regulation system and put it in place to ensure that certain high-level content creators have to adhere to very strict guidelines and they have to be licensed as, as such and recognized as such. So that mm. way, when this happens again, we can hold them accountable based off the rules we've set forth. It's like- Well, I mean, that's when like, you go after YouTube or Steam. What? That's when you go after YouTube or Steam. You go after the platform, not the oh. creator. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, then, so then they have to do it from above, mm -hmm. basically, yep. and push it down. So then YouTube has to be like- Hold A to boost. Sorry. That's All what right. I'm doing. Oh, okay. Really? You, you just can't really boost past the current. YouTube thing. will have to be like, okay, well, I guess we're not going to let you monetize over a hundred thousand subscribers if you are not certified or some like some hmm. sort of interesting process. I don't know. Like, huh. it's these are things that could happen because like say it's yeah. like when you get a like a ticket, you got to go to traffic school. Yeah, yeah. Like you got to go to YouTube school. Something. <laughs> Which, yeah. Fuck that email just came through. Get certified again yeah, on YouTube. I, got mine, yeah. I saw Omar's tweet. Last night. Yeah. Omar. Sorry, this is, Omar. This is Omar's first certification, I believe. This year. We've, all, we've all done it. It's so terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. real bad, Omar. Hey, I'm welcome sorry. to the club. I learned that the lady really likes burritos. Oh, yeah, that's good. dude really likes uh, good. sauce. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good to know that they haven't updated those videos, so I don't have to rewatch them again. It's, uh, the YouTube certification thing is always really interesting because it's the same videos they've been using for four years yeah. where they're just like, Here's the basic rules of YouTube. You're like, okay, pretty good. And then every year, there's a new like whammy that comes out yeah. of nowhere. There's so some like new feature. <clears throat> and well, because for a while, really poorly documented. I want to say like the first year we took it, they were like, how like it was a multiple choice question. It's like, how good is Google Plus? Good, Super good. really good, <laughs> the best, yeah. not good at all. There are three correct answers. So you're <laughs> like, okay. And then yeah. the next year, gone. No Google Plus because they got rid of it. And I was like, man, this is. It's a weird thing because I have a weird perpetual fear of tests. Like most people, like just, I don't know, like you get freaked out like you didn't study or like you ever get yeah. like like school nightmares or you're yeah. like, shit, I didn't study for that test and then I show up for it. That's YouTube certification every year where like, you see that question, you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, also, also I'll say this and this is a heads up for you, Omar. It's a test made by engineers. Oh, they yeah. didn't. They, it, I don't think anyone in as a, like who has a play in the educational system or like how to teach human beings <laughs> yeah. things and and accurately test them on said things. No one had. A, no one like that had a hand in these types of certifications or right. tests. It's all just bureaucratic engineering. 
they went to a programmer and they said, give us 10 questions about your platform. And yeah. then they came back with like all kinds. Of, it's like it's like Silicon Valley when you're mm -hmm. watching them talk about something. It's just, it's not over your head. It's just needlessly complex mm -hmm. and not even asking the right questions. Well, the first question will just be sort of like, how much do you love YouTube? Yes or no? And you're like, easy. Yes and then no. And then the next one's like, Pick the best worst question for the choice of this when which you're in a car, and yeah. then this uh, copyright yeah. strike comes through, uh, you know, ads, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rudy has a YouTube me? channel, and he really likes tacos. Yeah, but he wants to monetize his tacos, but only from for the second half of the video. <laughs> What's the best way to use ad block? And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Try and take that yellow thing to the clam down there. Yeah, that's rough. Oh, there you go. Oh, magic. Uh, well, if Adam, yeah, if you have stressed about running out of time Ooh. before your test, perhaps you should invest in a movement watch. You already have one. I do. That's like, it doesn't make any sense. You can see the clock ticking now when yes. you're taking the test. Yeah, you can run out and get even more stressed. So movement watches, they're, they're sleek, fashionable, minimalist, uh, and most of all, cheap. So, hey, it's summer. If you want to mix up your style a little bit, get an elegant timepiece. That makes you look cooler than Omar and his Apple Watch. I even though we yelled about that last time. Uh, you can get a movement watch starting at just $95. Also, we even have a promo code that makes it even cheaper than that. So they say they have tons of interchangeable band and color schemes. Uh, so basically, it can match whatever your, your fashion is. Uh, ooh, got a little treasure there. Um, I'm all about red and black, so I'm glad I got this one. Uh, and the, the cloth bands are actually really adjustable, so it makes it easy to do. Uh, the, the metal bands you might have to take to a jeweler to knock some of the links out, but uh, they look like they say they look like they should be three to four hundred dollars. I, I got to be honest, I'm not much of a fashion guy, but all I know is that they look cool and I look cool wearing How them. How wealthy? So. Do I appear to be rich? Yeah. You appear much. Do I wealthier. appear to be rich enough to start my own gambling site? Um, <laughs> I would say you're right on the line, which is the perfect time to start a gambling. Perfect. site. <laughs> That's how you get up into being that rich. Nice. So go to movementmvmtwatches.com, movementwatches.com/dudestoop. To get 15% off your entire order. Once more, that's movement, which they spell mvmtwatches.com, slash dude soup for 15% off your entire purchase. So thank you for your sponsorship, movement. Um, yeah, so uh, when it comes to enforcement, that is essentially the argument posed by a couple of people that at this point, uh, YouTube and Steam cannot play, play dumb anymore. Mm. Uh, in, that, in that Rob Fahey editorial on games industry, he argues that YouTube specifically has kind of tipped their hand in regards to being disassociative because they directly fund and influence certain content creators. Mm -hmm. So if they are now, mm -hmm. if they're, if they, they can't be hands off anymore. It's like, yeah. okay, you were now directly reaching out to and working with content creators. So you can't play dumb when some of your big content creators are doing what amounts to fairly legal activities. Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, the argument is Steam is actually extremely disassociative. Yeah. In that regard, they're almost kind of like I think digital libertarians was the, the phrase thrown around, uh, or the phrase used, which I, I also really like. But uh, I think the argument is also, uh, and, and this was kind of the Yakuza likening, if, if you are providing a service that allows illegal activity to happen, and also you're like the biggest digital dis distribution platform in the world, you're not allowed to be ignorant about that stuff. Like you, you have so much money, you have to police it. Yeah. So that it's it's kind of an interesting. I think that's when it gets a little philosophical. It's like, are and and to to a degree, this almost goes back to the Napster issue way back when. If if you've invented a platform that is extremely popular, and let's say for for argument's sake, ninety nine percent of people are using it, uh, completely like legally, 
are you then responsible for the 1% who choose to use it illegally? Or do you have a responsibility to police those actions? Well, I think, is it is it 1%? I have no idea. I don't I know. I think I think that's part of the I'm question. I'm just saying for too. argument's sake. Yeah, I guess. Is it one percent? And even if it is one percent, how much money? Yeah. Was that one percent mm. stealing or profiting or whatever? You know. I yeah, think this is this is the weird thing where because it's so funny when you you get back to the root of everything because we're talking about digital paint on a digital weapon mm -hmm. sold on a digital game where absolutely nothing is real mm -hmm. and real money is being used. Yep. That's I cool. agree. Life is hard. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. This is so. Uh, I, sorry. Game talk a second. Uh, you got to be able to boost through that current, right? That's the upgrade you got in this area, and that's how you go. You can, back. Well, but so, you can't not. You can't when you're holding the orange thing, which appears to go into the clan. We're talking so, about this C game, which is like Metro. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like back to the main area to get to the next objective. No, that big the boost doesn't always work. So Bruce so, found. A, egg that we think needs to go in the green clam. But then I brought, I brought the egg he, there, and now I can't bring the, the egg back yeah. out. Sorry, guys. So, so hit restart. What if you take the head off of the... Hit restart. you take the head off the mermaid, man. Yeah, I already put that head on. You can't, can you take it back off? Is it a switch? I don't think so. I'll I am not interested it. in this game so at all. So if you speed up... Man, I, I'm really excited to play this, though. I love... My, oh! Look at that. There so if you're carrying something, you can't boost. That's see, power. I was wondering about that. Yeah, you go okay. slower, right? You do okay. go slower. There is physics involved, I guess. I did play Fury over the weekend. Oh, oh did yeah. You? How was that? It's cool game. So it it's just boss fights, right? It's only boss fights, I and they really like that. And it's stages, and it plays a little bit like um, what's that game? Metal Gear Rising. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Rising. Oh, Revengeance. Uh, Revengeance. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's very um, I, you. So it's really weird. It's a like a top-down Smash TV type game Ooh, almost. Get the coins. And so you can you can you do the twin six shooter for part of it, and then you also have a sword and you can dash into that sort of stuff. But then you get into these clash moments with the bosses. Okay. And you have to time it perfectly for the block, and when you block, you get health back. Okay. And then yeah. um, you just basically have to like the boss goes through many different stages, and um, the music's by Carpenter Brute, who yeah. was introduced to me by James, <gasps> and is a fantastic They're musical. Like Entity. Well, how would you describe them? They're like, it's like electro, electro goth. What do you, what's that? New Hellfire electro. Yeah, <laughs> they're, I mean, outrun. They call it. Yeah. Well, know. outrun is the whole aesthetic. I think. I guess maybe. I mean, that's just the name of the Kavinsky album. But it, it's all dark. It's also like, the name of the Kavinsky. Like yeah. you would imagine that. Just name for a video. Uh, most of their <laughs> album covers have like an upside down cross on it somewhere. It's so unnecessary, but it makes sense when you listen yeah. to their music. Hmm. No, I get it. I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. But uh, no, the I game, that the game is, every day. The game is. Interesting. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like Hyperlight Drifter, hmm. um, and it because well, it kind of looks like it, that. Well, because right? also it's like it's a like to purple dash. and green. Um, yeah, and then, like my one big issue, my gripe with Hyperlight was it wasn't at 60 frames a second even on PC because it used yeah, the right. Game Maker engine. That's crazy. I can't believe which, it wasn't. Which limited you to 30 frames a second, which just makes it challenging. Cool. Just makes it challenging, bro. It was a very challenging game. Super Nintendo, bro. I beat it on the airplane. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah. I need to get back into that shit. Uh, with that said, though, Hyperlight was still one of my favorite games to come out this year. Ooh. I think it came out this year or last year. I don't know. Who no, cares? it was this year. I really yeah. want to play it was Fury. Earlier this year. You'll you'll enjoy Fury. It has kind of like. Don't a, tell me uh, what I'll enjoy. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Got him. <laughs> it has like a uh, Afro Samurai kind of aesthetic to it too, which is interesting. Cool. Like, like uh, just sort of the the Did look you? and the feel. Like there's a dude with a giant rabbit head talking to you, which is like, oh, it's kind of like the guy with the giant bear head. Did you kill the uh, the woman who yes. is like a like a what is she like? She's a, like the second boss. Er She's like she's like on a, it's like a woman with a giant light on her head, and she yeah. just shines this giant laser, which you can like dash through. Cool. Um, it sounds kind of weird as I'm describing it. We have no idea what it looks like, so um, I don't know. Watch it. There's like a giant bomb video it's on Devil it. Devil May Cry meets Smash TV meets Bullet Hell meets yeah Ikaruga meets meets Skyrim, Skyrim with guns. Yeah. 
Guns. Oh, <laughs> there he is. Horror, horror, horror. Remember when you said that? Gotcha. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I think it was like IGN or someone recently said, like, because there's the new Black Ops thing that came out, and they're like, it's like Skyrim with guns or whatever because there's a dragon in it. I was like, you're not even using it right anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now you're just, oh, you're going to take it back, huh? Well, I mean, well it's not that it I'm is, taking it back, but it's like. It is Adam's gonna, phrase. I, I guess. It's what they're known for. Well, it was sort not of like. This. When I said it, it was like, okay. Which, by the way, still an kind of an accurate thing to say. Thank you. Yeah. That, the, Far Cry 3 <laughs> is Skyrim with guns. I. I don't know. Use up it on the fucking box. The fact that people got so eye rolly about it, I, I guess from a marketing perspective, it is it is a pretty dumb. Well, there's like, a, there's a lot of like then. those like kids who get around and they're like, hur, hur, isn't this dumb heart? And then yeah. they stop and they go, but it's kind of right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, but that's the way. Hold on, that's the way everybody talks about video games. They compare them to other video games. Yeah. So like that's that's the way. That, in my opinion, that was that's why I liked it. I, I it made was a like, whole video. That's what. It, that's yeah, the way everyone talks about video. any form of media almost. Yeah, they compare yeah. movies to other movies. Like or I was reading shows to other television. Yeah, shows. I was reading a book about screenwriting that was basically like instructing you, like when coming up with your movie, think about other movies. It's like you know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie Hardware is like about four other successful horror movies that came before it. Man, Hardware sucked. It didn't suck. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. Man. It was it was very imaginative, which is something I don't know. I always I always enjoy Oh, oh. Yeah, why? I always enjoy uh I always enjoy like debut movies from new directors because occasionally you'll get like a Peter Jackson where it's just like, wow, you're weird but really good at making movies and this has a great sense of humor. And then you'll get like a hardware which it's like, you had a really powerful vision, but that vision was pretty much cobbled together from three other movies you really liked. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, you shine the light on them, they light up. But they don't do anything. I think they don't move. It seems like moving is what oh. they should do. Well, whatever. Uh, the only reason why I watched hardware, or the only reason I knew about hardware was, I watched that documentary. Uh, I think uh, it's on Netflix. The Island of Dr. Moreau one? The Island of Dr. Moreau, oh, yeah, which, is, shove yeah, which is like fascinating. And they talk about this guy who made this movie called Hardware. And then it had like a weird kind of cyberpunk like... Yeah. dystopian aesthetic and so Lawrence and I were like ooh let's check it out mm-hmm. and then we watch it we're like when's the movie start yeah. <laughs> well that's yeah. the thing it was it was a vi- it was a short film like it was it was had strong visuals very Mad Maxy in the beginning by the way this movie came out in 1990 and we're critiquing yeah, it yeah. so well, you know, here we are Little you're allowed geez. to do that yeah but then there's another movie what was it called Ninja 3 The Domination Not Ninja 3 The Domination <laughs> oh Invasion <laughs> USA both oh, fine oh, canon no, Invasion no. USA is next Adam wasn't, Adam, Adam wasn't around for Invasion USA damn I, I was there for the third one. What? Yeah, you were there for the, the, the start of it. What? Inva- you watched the Chuck... No, no not left. Invasion USA. I'm sorry. Oh, oh wait. You guys stayed Ninja longer 3. and watched Invasion We watched USA? some of, the Chuck, of oh, okay. a Chuck Norris movie. Gotcha. God, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris is just <laughs> he's terrible. He's never been great. He's terrible. I want to watch Sidekick. He was good in that Bruce done, Lee movie yeah, where he the didn't best say anything. The best thing he's ever done is silently appear in a Bruce Lee film. Yeah, his chest ripped off. That was sweet. Oh, yeah. Cool. That, is, that was really cool. That was dope as shit. I've seen a few episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger, and it was never good. He sucks. Yeah. Chuck Norris sucks. Well, he's, yeah. he's for old people. He's, Chuck Norris Chuck, has always been for old people. Chuck Norris is at his best when he is... Racist. No. Oh. No. When he is selling me fitness equipment. Okay. Oh, That's okay. the only time he comes alive. <laughs> yeah, and the, I think he knows it's because he's making that dollar. Yeah. Or his <laughs> action jeans. Say with the mom from Step by Step. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Them thighs. Oh, man. The, no, the late 90s were great for infomercials. You can get a Nordic track. Yeah, there was this one machine. I forget what it was, but like I remember having one. I don't know why we fucking had it, but it was like um, so. Like you sit in a chair, like Mm a like a bike, and then you hold this thing, and then you just oh yeah, you like like thrust up into it. Yeah, I remember. And then the I sat on my that was uh, ellipticals before ellipticals. Yeah, kind of. Like it was a lot of motion, but no real. It didn't really do anything. And I remember having. Yeah, it was like on a series of pulleys, and you just go. And um, yeah, and the infomercial was was so easy. The infomercial was like. Like a half-tired cowboy, like waking up and just being like, 
Boy, Ooh. howdy. And then he walks into his bar and he's like, what's this? And then he gets on and it just looks like he's fucking the air. I feel like I'm, I'm in shape now. Yeah, and I, I was like, I, I don't think about. it works why any he, part of your body. Cowboy? You guys want to hear some fun insight into like a, the fitness like industry? <laughs> Every piece of equipment that you could ever need to get into shape is already existed since like 1912. Yeah, that's all. It's just <laughs> no different James. variations. I mean, like, people were never attractive. Hey, well, there's a reason. I was gonna say there's a reason you look at like Greek statues from like a thousand, fifteen hundred years ago, and they're all jacked. They were fucking crab walking everywhere. You look at exercises for, uh, for the Spartan <laughs> army, they just got down on their backs, they crab walked around, and they get jacked. That's, that's why I love <laughs> They in, didn't have this bullshit. That's why I love insanity, because insanity is all body yeah, weight. It's, it's all your own body like weight. like a fucking moron. Oh, and and that's, that's probably what they were doing well, back then. You we, know? We've had this discussion before, because like, we'll, we'll travel, and then we always go to like... Yeah, gyms. We go stuff. to the gym, and like James always gets excited if there's just a squat rack, because it's the, the barest, most simple thing you could do. It's... A piece of metal that you put on your, you know, you just lift it and go up and down. Your, your do you need to work your shoulders? All right, we'll push it over your head. Yeah. Oh, do you need to work your chest? We'll put a flat thing down and then press it over your chest. Like, um, but then, like, we'll travel there and there's like a, we went, I think it was in Boston and there was like a whole set that looked like Chappie. It was like a weird, like, head that <laughs> oh, came yeah, down yeah. and like weird arms. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was just all bad but for But like, you. you figure it out that it's like, okay, imagine you are a, a company that makes fitness equipment. Yep. And then you 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 did it. You created the squat rack, and then you had this other yeah. thing. And then people are like, "It works great, fantastic!" And like, and the next year, your investors like, "What else you got?" You're like, uh, yeah. yeah, more squat you racks. Can, you well, can, there's this muscle here <laughs> that people aren't you can, working. You can isolate those. But. I, I love it. Uh, the fitness industry is great, man. I love it. It's the worst um, <laughs> because like you can tell you can tell what era a machine is from. Like there's some things that you hardly see anymore, like Nautilus. Nautilus was like the one yeah, in like 1992 to 1998. Nautilus equipment. That was what it was all about. Sure. Um, now it's like Star Trek and other shit like that. Techno. But it's all the same. <laughs> it's called Techno. Well, you scan like a, it's the. the <gasps> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, but if you look at the thing, every single the common factors they always show you what muscles they work, and they have a, per, a silhouette on it, and yeah, it's like just yeah. man, the anatomic pose. If you see it and it's a fucking Jack dude, you know it's from the 90s. Cause it's like the post Arnold kind of yeah. era. Oh, okay. And so the, mu the machines on it, it's like the biggest fucking dude you've ever seen. And it's like, this will work your delts. And it's just a massive, huge fucking delt. Now, if you see them, it's a more slender yeah. kind of like hipster fitness generation oh, kind of like, people aren't questing for the Arnold look or whatever. So well, it's like changed. I like same machine. All they did was change the plaque on the side. So I theorize that the, I think, and I could be wrong about this, but I think the Matrix was the clickover into Slim. Oh, I guess Keanu wasn't big. Yeah, like superheroes were then like kind of hipster live. They're a little more Asian, yeah, yeah. just like like I don't know. there's like cut, the martial mean, arts. There's like yeah. the Zac Efron's of the world. Is that was well after Zac Efron's pretty fucking jacked. He's also yeah, he's jacked, but he's also not huge. So like he's like he's just shredded. Jason yeah. Statham is kind of like. Jason, like Vin Diesel and The Rock and stuff, they're they're still fucking huge, but sure. Yeah, no, now it's now it's. I don't uh, know who, who are men trying to look, look like today. I don't think, I think a, I would say I, I would say instead of uh, the Matrix, which I think is fair, except it's the Matrix doesn't showcase his physique in any way. No, shape, or it's, form. it's martial arts. It's all but about martial arts. And yeah. sure. But you know what movie did and created a whole new uh, perfect aesthetic? The Crow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fight Club. Oh. 
Brad oh, Pitt and yeah, Fight Club. Fight Club. That's right. That's yeah. that was the turnover. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I you're think right. that was that was it because everyone saw Brad Pitt and Fight Club and they're like, "Fuck what was Fight Club? me!" Ninety ninety nine. That was the makeup. That's same years. He that's was he was makers. super muscular. Well, yeah, I think you're right. But he was super lean and the ladies fucking loved him and he looked good in a tank top, but he he wasn't too much or whatever. He was a little feminine too. Like he would. It's funny because as the as the movie goes on, his fashion gets more and more eccentric, which is I guess is supposed to represent him getting. From what I understand in the movie, in my IMDb trivia, my vast knowledge thereof. Oh great. I believe it was just all stuff he bought from a thrift store. Oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And but he's also one of those really good looking guys that It doesn't matter what he wears. Exactly. Well, yeah. that was the thing like That's kind of the idea. He I think, he had yeah. a hair I was just thinking about this cuz I got my haircut yesterday and I was like, "Oh, look kind of like what Brad Pitt's hair looked like in Fury, except his hair looked fucking awesome yeah. because he's Brad Pitt and he's, he's got the best jeans in the way." Yeah, it's like, well, and he also has dude. an entire staff dedicated to making him look good." When yeah, he's well, like he also he's, won the genetic lottery. I, so. I know, yeah, I know. Well, he can be like, "I want a perm." And it looks great. Yeah, and the right. other guy's like, I want a perm too. And it's just like, ah! <laughs> don't do that. Don't do a perm. Remember when he had the scraggly beard? And like, yeah. oh man, beard's looks fantastic. Cool. He looks good. It was yeah. like a shitty beard though. Yeah. Like, real bad. Hey, was... uh, Omar, can you turn on the air conditioning, please? Oh, Thank there we go. You. We right, went to, we went to that... Um, it's getting warm in here. That's funny. We went to that Mike Tyson thing where he uh, he did like a... Not stand-up comedy. He did like a spoken word like thing. Like a monologue. Yeah, and he just like talked about his life for like an hour and a half. But he told the story about Brad Pitt, how... He like uh, he came home early, and his wife or like estranged wife or whatever pulled up, and Brad Pitt was like 19 years old in the car, and he's going like, "Oh shit, Mike Tyson!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he ran away. Just Bruce, because it's fucking hot in here. I'm kind of warm too. Yeah, what the fuck are we talking about here? So we, there is. We should just make it like a thing, kind of like an ad where we go, yeah. "All right, oh, time to turn on the air." <laughs> it's it's an make unfor- it a routine so everyone likes it. That's an oh, unfortunate thing that I've. Having worked in this industry for a while, you can never complain that you're hot or tired. Yeah. Because the viewer goes, I'm not hot yeah, or tired. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. No, it's there was. It's a weird. It's I'm a not complaining thing. at all. I'm oh, just no, saying no, no, turn no. on the air conditioning. It's fine. <laughs> or I was just saying those are, those are things that you can never have someone on the other side empathize with. Because like, I'll be watching a movie and there'll be people like freezing. And I'm like, I'm quite warm. Yeah, I feel good. What are they complaining about? It's so, like it's like being at a restaurant and then eating a full meal, and then people walk in. And you're like, leave. You just two, I just ate two subsequent examples of exactly what you're talking about. People yeah. always talk about how like they're they're always like, man, I'm so hot, and it's like 60 degrees outside, and it was like, okay, yes, true, you are hot. Good for you, Ariana Grande. It is not hot. Oh. Yeah, 60 degrees is cool. So uh, on that exactly what you were talking about, Adam. Uh, if you have, if you've never heard Sylvester Stallone do director's commentary, you should, because <laughs> extremely intelligent. Um, one of the best commentary tracks I ever heard was for First Blood, and uh, you know, kind of a weird moment in Stallone's career. It's kind of his breakout as you know an action hero, even though that's a weird film to break out on. But he was talking about it, how like they were filming in Canada, and there's that scene where he's on the motorcycle and he's just like bla- blazing down the street in a tank top, and he's like, it was so fucking cold, mm-hmm. and he's like, I can't complain because we get paid so well, but. The liquid in my eyes was freezing over. Wow. And he was like, yeah, it was just gnarly cold. And there was also the scene where he's like escaping the Vancouver police or whatever. And he's like in that underwater cavern with like a torch. Mm -hmm. It's like natural light, great shot. And it's funny because he was talking about, yeah, some film critics talk about this being like his rebirth or whatever. And he's like, I don't know about all that stuff. All I know is that it 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 was a real cave and that's real water. And it was like 30 degrees outside and that water was freezing and just like... Yeah, they like after shots they had to like, like cover him in towels and stuff to get his body temperature back up. And yeah. so it's, it's like it's funny because I've heard other stories too where like so like Titanic when they're in the freezing water, mm-hmm. it was like ninety five degrees. Like really? Yeah, it was like oh, really warm because they're in water all day. Yeah, so and it's, it's like, a pool inside. It probably uh, it was on a set. set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then like um, there was uh, 
I think it was Jingle All the Way or um, some some movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can probably verify this. <laughs> but um, there, I knew a kid who was like an extra on Jingle All the Way, and it was really hot out while they were filming the movie. Oh, so they had to wear all the jackets and stuff. And they, well, they were all wearing jackets, yeah. But then uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was walking on in an air-conditioned suit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he's like he's like wearing like it's like a mink oh. coat, but then oh. it's like. He's like plugged in and he's just like, yes. Cool. <laughs> I mean, he made himself Arnold. cold to wear a coat. To yeah. be awesome. Arnold. To be Arnold, man. He's he's never he's never not won everything. <laughs> even even now, he's still in movies and he's old as shit. Yeah. And he's like doing ads for Mobile Strike, getting paid fuckloads of money. Yeah, well that right. was the, the whole he Bill, earned it. The Bill he did, Burr he did. Thing. He he worked for it, man. He said the Bill Burr thing when he was like is like, why would he fuck his maid? Because he can't. Well, well that was the thing. It was like, dude, it was bad in a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Like He's like, I can get away with this. Whatever. And he did, basically. And now, and now he's like working out with his son. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Uh, I, think really it was like, I think it was like Harvey Levin or something was talking about oh, it. Oh, wow. And he was, I, I don't watch or listen to TMZ, but he shows up on Kevin and Bean once in a while. And he was talking about, he was just at the gym and there's Arnold working out with his son. And it's like, that kid's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I wish I had half those genes. Well, one part of being huge is nutrition. Yeah, we got a segue coming. <laughs> you're good at these. Uh, sort of. I don't know. I do my best. Uh, and if you're concerned about nutrition, you should look into Blue Apron, which is a uh, ingredients by mail service. It's actually ingenious. Uh, essentially, every week you can sign up for a meal plan for like two people, six people, however many you want. Uh, you can put down if you like, if you just want mostly fish, or if you want vegetarian, uh, you can handle that. I don't think they do like gluten free, but I'm sure that will be coming soon. But essentially, they'll mail you all the ingredients. They're all pre-portioned, so they come in cute little bags and like little sacks of like sauces and stuff. And uh, they uh, also ship you recipe cards. So all your stuff's already like pre-portioned. You do have to do the slicing, cutting, and dicing, all that stuff. But knives are cool, so that's all right. And do the cooking yourself. And it amounts to less than ten dollars per meal per person. But you know, if you're eating out, you're spending at least double that. So you can save money. You can get better at cooking. And you can eat real food, which is not something you typically do if you eat out a lot. So it's 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 really fantastic. Also, it's a great learning tool to to understand what like a portion should be. Uh, American diets aren't quite good at that, especially if you eat out a lot. They give you at least double what you should probably be eating in any given setting. But no, these are these are great square meals. You know, a lot of vegetables, a lot of meats. It's fantastic. Uh, you can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences and customize your delivery options to fit your needs. So you can pick a time when you'll be there. They ship it to you in like an ice-packed container. I've never had anything go bad, uh, and I've actually like wait, waited more than a week and stuff. So, uh, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic program. I've had a great time with it, um, and because I like reading the names of foods, here are three sample meals that you could get this week: creamy shrimp fettuccine with sautéed green beans and spinach, sweet chili chicken with Tinkerbell peppers, green beans, and jasmine rice. I actually ate that last night. It's coconut rice. It's great. And then spiced steak and tomato avocado salad with creamy cone cabbage and red onion slaw. <laughs> I like the word slaw. Uh, so yeah, man, cook at home, please. Save money. Be more healthy. It's fantastic. And it actually doesn't take much longer than going out to get food anyway. Uh, prep and cook is about 40 minutes. And if you make a fast food run, that's about how long it takes. So uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. Uh, that's one. Once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup. Um, man, you should you should probably consider what you're putting in your body. Because I didn't for 20 years, and I have a garbage physique because of it. But, you know. Hey, you're getting there. I'm clawing my way back. Yeah, you're getting there, man. You want to uh, go to the gym today? Yes, yes, You've been absolutely. losing a ton of weight, Lawrence. You're uh, looking real good. My favorite thing about the gym that we go to uh, during lunch, we're very, 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 very lucky enough to have a place that we can exercise if we want to during our lunch breaks, mm -hmm. um, is there's a machine there 
the, the Bruce Wayne no, machine. On? Is no, the no, one that I broke my no, on? not not that one though. That one sucks too. So like um, the gym thing. Yeah, the Tech one that's no like the gym. Tail, it's like cable it's machine. Cables, yeah. If you look at the those panels, not only are they not jacked dudes. Yeah, they're pretty slim, pretty normal. But they're wrong about a lot of what oh, muscles, muscles are worth. Yeah. That's my that's my favorite thing about it. That's the fitness industry, by the way, folks. That's fantastic. It's just yeah, they're just objectively wrong about I, what muscles are worked with. I like seeing uh, treadmills that have the really old iPod cable yeah. attachment. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're like they were trying. I guess, but how it's, could they have known? It's kind of funny where it's like, well, I mean, I guess maybe make it in a way so that it's. The other way in, it's female to male. Oh, you know? like so it's like USB? you plug into you it. Yours, yeah, yeah gotcha. you bring your own cable rather than this cable will last forever. Well, I don't iPod minis that. for life, and then <laughs> lightning happens, and now they're apparently working on another cable. So, so fuck it. Am I the only one that's encountered this? Because if I have a phone and I'm listening to music, and I put it on the treadmill, now there's a tether, a headphones, and I guess you could use like Bluetooth or something. But if I'm running, my thumb will just catch it and I'll fucking sling the yep. thing behind oh, myself. Yeah. Right? Just and it'll that slam off. Yeah. yeah, Bluetooth makes sense. I've never gotten though, like, and you know, if, if it's a Gen 2 iPod, there's no reason to believe that that person would then have a wireless headset. So why are you encouraging somebody to dock their iPod with this like running cable where there's a lot of like arm I, motion? And I don't know. It, dude, I don't know. <laughs> it's dumb. It is. It's dumb. a really dumb thing. Like I've actually I've been to the. Uh, they're like newer gyms. They have like they basically just have YouTube built in, yeah. which oh. is kind of nice. But it's also you're like, yeah, I can't see. And it's like, yeah, trying to focus on a video while running is one of the hardest things to do. Blow your mind. Can read while running. Don't put any sort of media into your body while you're running. Yeah, and focus James, on the pain. Fuck that. <laughs> no man, I need I, my hard style. I, I need yeah, I run need, to the beat. I need music to motivate me. Yeah. I also don't like running, but I don't like running either. I've I've gotten more on interval, which makes it easier because then then it's more like short bursts of intensity, and then I yeah. can like psych myself up, get through it. And then in that way, the pain is kind of motivating because it's not lasting for 45 minutes. We talked about it this weekend. Maybe you and I should try the zombie run thing. Oh, yeah. I oh, could we, try. You, like, run from You, zombies. like, listen to a podcast that, like, gives you... My only thing is uh, I run, at, like, I either do sprints or I run really, really fast for, like, a mile, like, to yeah. try and get my mile time down. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's, like, can you just... Can we just make it so the zombies are just like right behind me the yeah, whole time, the time. or like? Because I know it's like it's like patterns of walking. I'm sure I'm sure uh, people that are watching could give us more information on it. But yeah, that'd be a really interesting like personal trainer program where it's like every morning a mass killer chases you to your car, and like Jesus. you just gotta you just gotta sprint for your life. Well, speaking of old Saturday Night Live sketches, there was that one where they just ship a bear to your house, <laughs> and then you have to wrestle oh, yeah. the bear, and that's the that's the fitness routine. There was always really good bear humor in the nineties. <laughs> There right. was a there was an old Simpsons thing. Hear that, Kel? I, yeah, Kel yeah. loved this. Um, but there was there's this old Simpsons one where it's called uh, I think like Old Ben, or uh, it's just called oh. it's just like it's just called Ben, and it was I think it was the one where Homer like um, sexually assaults, or they think he sexually. Oh, the gummy. Yeah, the gummy, the gum, oh, Venus, oh. the Milo, and there's there all these talk shows talking about stuff, and they're like, "Welcome back to Ben," and it's a bear with just a microphone on its That's head. That's right. It's gentle, it's gentle Ben. That's like a talk gentle, show. Gentle Ben. <laughs> yeah. And they're like. Like over here, Ben, and the bear walks up and he just sits there. No, he, Ben, no. Yeah, well then he gets, he gets <laughs> distracted <laughs> and then walks over to craft services and he's eating the. Yeah, the trainer's like, Ben, no, and he like, attacks him and just they shoot him with trickle. You know, you know why? <laughs> the sound of a raging bear is funny. It really it's is. Like a, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a. It's, it's extra funny because they seem so gentle. And then yeah. they become so violent. <laughs> it's like, who could have seen this coming? I think Giant muscle-bound hairy I think creature. falls on the audience, which is always my yeah. favorite. Oh, like a robot jocks. I was just thinking robot jocks. Yeah. Like, how could have this gone wrong? 
Um, why, why did the bipedal robot fall on the audience? Speaking of excuses tried to, to protect run, them. are we going to talk about Pokemon Go at all? Sure, let's do it. Okay. How's this Go. Digimon? All right, do you, ha you have it, right? I do, but Adam I played, so I played Ingress a lot. This is, I, I've done this before, you know? I don't know. Oh, the, yeah? Did you get a Gyarados when you were playing Ingress? <laughs> no. Can you Neither. play I got other a Gyarados people or is it all AI? Pokemon Red a million years oh. ago. Do you play other people? You can combat. Or you'll eventually get there. You can combat you nodes, basically. A computer controlled shadows of the sure. character. So have you done a Pokemon battle yet? I have. Oh. They you know, suck. It's getting it's people. It's the worst part of the game. So everything I think. <laughs> I think it's the worst part of the game for me. It's getting Ugh. people outside, which I think is yeah. good. Well, it's I was going to cool. say. Go for walks. I was going to say there's like Pokestops. And so you can basically, if you wanted to, plan an exercise where you get in your shit and everything, oh. and you put stuff on. Oh, I see. What and you you're like, there's a Pokestop. Run around, yeah. There. And then so you run to it at a pretty good. But you got to have the app open to get your then, eggs to hatch. So, That'd be so cool, that's yeah. the only problem with the game is you have to have it open, mm -hmm. and running. Yeah. For it to count your mileage, it, or to do like Pokemon tracking and stuff like that, you could still know where a stop is and mm -hmm. then run there and then open it and you'll be on top of it, right? Yeah. If that's all you want to do. But your so eggs. much of the game is like covering distance. Eggs. But it sucks because like, like, I don't want to just have. I don't want to do this. Yeah, like you, you basically have to do this and then touch it every five seconds so to make sure your screen doesn't go to sleep. I thought there was We're supposed to there. be. I know that. Um, I know. I can't remember specifically which one, but they had the little pedometer bit. Which was pretty ingenious uh, because not only did it make people walk, but it was also kind of a subtle little "I play Pokemon" signal to the world. There now is now if you're just walking, yeah. So is there, that? It's coming out, I okay. think, later this month. Well, but that it's thirty-five dollars, and it looks like a buy it, it looks like a child's toy. Like nah. it's it's a big Pokeball yeah. that you have to wear on your wrist, and like, uh, how unfortunate I, this is. For in general, Pokemon yeah. looks like a child's toy. For in, in general, I I'm I'm not going to like get too invested in this game. It's just mm -hmm. kind of fun to like be like, oh yeah, there's this thing. Or like, oh, we're going to, God help us, but say we're going to Hollywood and Highland or something. It's Oof. like, oh, there is something to do here, finally. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so that is kind of a fun aspect of like kind of seeing what's around. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And also there were times we were getting lunch on Sunday. We were over kind of by the beach. And we were at some diner, and I opened it, and it was like, there's a really cool mural near you. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, and I saw it. I was like, that is a cool mural. Where is it? And I was right below it, mm -hmm. but you I didn't see looking? it. I was yeah. in the world, and I didn't see it, but then it brought it up on this app, and I was like, oh, I was right below this cool mural. Huh. That's, that, st stuff like That's that cool. is fun. That is cool. it, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down for people gamifying exercise. And then they kept, they, there have been like baby steps, like the Kinect. Or they're like, yeah. like achievements, we're doing squats, but then people find a way to cheat it. But if they're, if you can find a way to get people to not cheat it, yeah. So like, I don't know, it's like a weird thing where it's like, okay, you, you did t uh, ten squats today, so you got a uh, unlockable skin in CS:GO. Okay, cool. Just bring the whole conversation full circle. Sure, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, I don't know. Sell that, sell that yeah, skin. Gamble it away. I am, I am all, <laughs> I am paid all to squat, baby. I am all for splitting your time between. Mm -hmm. Different forms of entertainment, as long as it betters you as a person. I, I've mentioned physically it, or mentally. I've mentioned it before. There, there was at least I don't know if it's still around, but there was at least a couple of years ago a uh, website called Fitocracy. Yeah. Which is like you can basically put in what exercise you did, and it gives you XP, and there's achievements every mm -hmm. single week and challenges that get you extra XP. I couldn't get into it because I wasn't able to input the stuff that I had done previously in life. Oh. So I was like, I was you like, couldn't lose weight. I was like. I am not a level 10. <laughs> like, like, you're only counting what I've done since Wednesday. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I should, I would be way higher than this right, if I had input everything that I ever did. Well, we're getting there too. We're like, it's like my fitness balance of it's all like, yeah. we're like, how many carbs did you eat? And you're like, 
three. Yeah, you're lying to an <laughs> yeah, application yeah. that once, has no, yeah. Once we have nanomachines and other like weird, like, you know, once the watches are like monitoring what's actually in our bloodstream, bands, they're gonna be like, uh, bands and stuff technically they're, should they're, Those are like the steps towards that. Yeah. Once, once it's like, the computers in our Ooh. necks, then right, yes. Then yeah, this is, more. this is an interesting puzzle. It's all you. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm just, boy, I'm just, so I have, I have long been a fan of just going outside and just going and like exploring. To me, that's exactly the payoff that you get in a video game of like Skyrim or Zelda, mm -hmm. where you just pick a direction and go. And surely like developers know what they're doing and they always put little shit there for you to find along the way. But guess what? The world's pretty dense. And if you just pick a direction and go, you may not find treasure, but you'll find something. It's a cool mural or, or just like a weird thing on the sidewalk or some graffiti, especially in a dense urban center. Nope. No, no, no. Nope. You should role play. That's always been my experience. Not unless I can catch Pokemon. Well, you should role <laughs> play and go to a Kmart and be like, hello, good sir, I'm looking for goods. And he's like, fuck off, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy some Pokeballs. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, he might be able to help you there. I just, I love that there, you know, all the blog stories coming out about people finding dead bodies or getting robbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Welcome to the world. That's yeah, no. that was going on the entire time. Well, I think one of the, the that's the video game out there. Really, <laughs> one of the Pokemon like uh, murals that they're talking about was like a glory hole. Oh, like, <laughs> oh, like somewhere really? in Chicago or that's something. That's fucking awesome. Which we should go visit. Oh, that's what I said. Because yeah. there's probably a Diglett in there. Yeah. Oh, the Pokemon nudes. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some of those. There's uh, a lot of those of people lining up Diglets geez. over their dicks. <laughs> Caught it. Catch it. Neat. Got so it. I had to turn the AR off because the phone on the Nexus 6 is so, or sorry, the camera is such garbage. It is uh, terrible. That if it was on and I tried to flick a Pokeball, it would just. Yeah. Because it was all like, it just wouldn't track my finger because yeah. the phone sucks. Yeah. Uh, the phone doesn't suck. The camera does, though. The uh, there are a lot of things that are really bad about that phone. I mean, it's, it's two years old now. So. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. No, no. That's the trade up with the Nexus phones. Because, like, I was playing Marvel Puzzle Quest this morning. I'm like, sometimes the game, like, it, like, overclocks and it's like, moving fast. All right. And then sometimes it's like, when the AI has to start moving the pieces, they're like, slow. Yeah. And I'm just like, you fucking uh, phone. I think that's, they, they've, I think that game's buggy. The most game's recent really updates have been real Sorry, buggy. Light strips falling off the TV again. Uh-oh. No. Um, well, apparently that logo fell off yeah. the set earlier. Hot, there, hot glue uh, doesn't, doesn't keep the world oh, together no, we're, anymore. We're pulling the curtain back. <laughs> there's a bug. <laughs> there was no curtain. <laughs> um, there was a bug in Marvel Puzzle Quest. I think it's still oh, in there where it'll tell you. sucked. Which it'll be like, match these three. You're looking for a match? Match these. And I'm like, those are different colors. <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah. Like, it's like, try these three. Those are yeah. different yeah. colors. Sorry, yeah. game, you're wrong. Uh, yeah. All right, well, are we good on time? That's Mobile that. Corner. Oh. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, <laughs> before we go, let me just thank you for spending your time with us. And if you enjoyed it, hey, maybe leave us a little rating on iTunes. Maybe recommend this stuff to a friend. And don't forget mm -hmm. the post show, Lauren. Yeah, and we got the post show coming up. So uh, if you guys aren't aware, after the podcast, we do a little Dude Soup post show where people can ask us questions live, we can address them. We like a lot of fan art, we like a lot of comments, and it's kind of the, the way that we get to, to tell you guys kind of maybe more of a look behind the scenes so we can talk about our production, talk about what's going on, maybe address uh, misunderstandings people had, which never happens. But come at us. Yeah, basically come at us. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a little reward for our first sponsors. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. if, so if, if, if you're you watching up for live, first, you can watch it. So. Yeah, so if you're watching live, stay tuned. If you're watching this not live, maybe consider getting a first membership and. Check that stuff out, because it's pretty cool content. Come to our treehouse. Yeah. We invite you in, but you got to pay. <laughs> we have punch it's and so pie. so sticky in here. Yeah. yeah. Why is it humid? It should be outside. That's what happens when you hang with four dudes on a couch. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be right back with post-show.